Welcome to Spoilers Please, where we have discussions involving any form of media that tells stories, usually movies and TV shows, and we'll do so with spoilers. You've been warned. Hello, my name is Albert. This is Jami. And for this episode, we are going to be talking about Batman, Gotham by Gaslight. By Gaslight? Is that right? Uh, Gotham, Gotham Gaslight? By, Gotham by Gaslight. Is it? I don't, I don't remember. It's based <laughs> on the graphic novel, uh, Bat- Batman by Gaslight. By Mike Mignola mm-hmm. and Mark Wade. No, I think he didn't. Mike Mignola, he didn't he write and draw, draw, draw it? Did he also write it? I, I think he did it, both. I thought it was just the artist. I think he did both. I don't think it's by Mark Wade. Yeah, research. Uh, you want to do Google or you want to do Surrey? Who is the writer for Gotham by Gaslight? Gotham by Gaslight was created by Brian Augustin. Yeah, uh, Brian Augustin and Mike Mignola. Who's Brian Augustin? Yeah, br- written by Brian Augustin. Really? I have no idea who Brian Augustin is. He And Mike, Mike, he was just an artist? Brian Augustin's notable work is The Flash. Really? Is he still is, is he still around? He just, he has often worked as both an editor and writer with with writer Mark Wade. That's oh, the reason okay. why Mark Wade's no, name is always banded about whenever when we talk about Elsewhere stuff. Mm. They were... I guess friends or whoa, whoa. Oh, he was kind of in charge of the Elseworlds back in the day for DC. That's probably why Mark Wade wrote uh, Kingdom Come and stuff. Interesting. Yes. All right. Okay, but but so you read the comic book, right? I uh, yes, I believe so. It's, it's I don't remember a lot of it because it was a while ago, but I have read it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have also read it a while ago. I think it was like eight in the nineteen eighties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's one of the earlier ones where they they took Batman, the mythology of Batman, and started plugging it into different places. You know what I mean? I, I, thought, the whole, I thought the different... whole thing was that they announced it that this is the very first Elseworlds of, of DC Comics. Yeah, for a cartoon adaptation, I'm talking about, talking about, I'm going back to comic book. I'm saying this is one of the earlier ones where they, in the comic books, they took Batman, the mythology of Batman, and started plugging into different genres, different literature. I, I thought this was the first Elseworlds. Comic book as well. Oh, is it the verse elsewhere? I, I didn't know. I remember reading. Or I remember reading about this movie talking about how Gotham by Gaslight was the first uh, Elseworlds for DC heroes. Really, in the comic books. In the comic books, because yeah. I know after this they started plugging in Batman everywhere. Right. You know, Bat- Batman versus Dracula, Batman versus uh, Predator. There, all that there, stuff. there yeah. was a special feature in the Gotham by Gaslight uh, digital release that has that talks about that. Oh, like, interesting. Like okay. this is the start of of Superman Red Sun or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. blah. Because of this adaptation, they were able to do all this other stuff. Uh, well, you know what? Since we brought it up, what do you remember about the Gotham by Gaslight comic book? Were you impressed by it? Were you okay? Was kind of uh, I thought it was interesting. It was just like okay, that's kind of a neat idea. Put Gotham, put Batman in that kind of setting. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, I guess, because yeah. you know Gotham. It makes sense. I mean, I kind of, I kind, I think I'm in the same boat as you. I, I. I remember I enjoyed it. I do uh, like what you're saying. It is Batman. The mythology of Batman is sort of like Shakespearean now. You know what I mean? You can take Batman's mythology and plug it into different, you know what I mean? Different literature, different genres yeah. and stuff like that. It's no that. different you know than Sherlock Holmes. Exactly, yeah. It's like it's 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 at a point where its mythology can be plugged into different mythologies. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that was that was my biggest takeaway from Gotham ba- ba- Gaslight. It was, it, it didn't knock off. It's not one of those things where I remember. It's not like I go, well, that's one of the top. Graphic novels ever read. Right. Oh, it's amazing! It's cr- crazy good. I thought it was just fine. It's it was good. in the line of that was neat. All right, right. It wasn't like it. Was, that's the reason why you don't hear a lot of people go like best comic book ever. You know, you don't. Yeah. You never hear about that. Yeah, and going back what you said, this started the uh, uh started a series of Elseworlds like uh, Red Sun, Kingdom Come. 
it's not in it's not as good as those comic books. You know what I mean? R- right. Red Sun with Superman is one of the best uh, comic books ever written. Same thing with Kingdom Come. It's not in that league. It's not in that league. But yeah. but at the same time, it started the standard. I guess you can yeah. give it credit. Plus, art style. I mean, it makes sense putting Batman in that era. You know, yeah. in that Victorian era of of London. Well, yeah. Although, I, um, for comic book readers only, uh, the the anime movie changed things up. Yeah. Right? Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't take place in, in London, right? Right, right. It just, the, it's com- like, the comic book, no, the comic book didn't also, I think I think the comic book, he was in Europe, and then he yeah, went he traveled. back to Gotham. Yeah, right? he, there was a traveling involved, right? Right, there was yeah, traveling yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah was it the comic book that Jack Ripper followed Batman back to Gotham? Yeah, in the in the comic book, Jack yeah. Ripper followed Batman back in the comic book. So basically, uh, spoilers for the comic book, but in the comic books, the the, the villain, Jack the Ripper, is a different person than the that anime movie. Yeah. Right, which I kind of liked because because yeah. I was playing the guessing game. I'm like, oh, okay, so yeah. clearly that the character is not in this movie because the character is not in this movie. If I do, do you remember how it was the comic books? I don't remember. Was the, it uh, was it part of Batman's mythology? Or was no, it some random no. person? The character in the comic books is a totally different person. It was like a person that worked with with Bruce Wayne's dad and, and mom. Okay, and if I remember correctly, uh, this character tried to make advances on Martha Wayne, mm-hmm. and she rebuffed him for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. and so he's basically out for revenge. It's a different kind of like a team. It's a very simple superhero crime fighting kind of team uh-huh. in the crime book than in the movie. I thought the movie was a lot more ambitious yeah. with with where they went with the story. A little bit, yeah, yeah. But having said that, do you know? I do you know where they drew the inspiration for for this uh, villain motivation? Have you read uh, Alan Moore's From Hell? No, I have not. I think this. I think it's. I think it's from. I think it's from Alan Moore's From Hell. I think that's. I think they drew. The motivation and all that stuff from Alan Moore's From Hell, his Jack the Ripper story and stuff like that. I don't want to spoil too much of From Hell because you should read it one day. Okay, but uh, the killer in Alan Moore's um, From Did, Hell, didn't Jack they do Ripper, a movie from, from From Hell? Yeah, the Giant Depp one. But Giant it's a Depp hor- one, yeah. horrible adaptation. It's okay, horrible. But he, the Jack the Ripper, it's just not about the killing and the women and stuff like that. It, 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 he, he thinks the killer, Jack the Ripper, thinks it's something different. He thinks he's on a grander greater mission stuff like that and like i said i think they drew that for this it's like on a crusade you could say yeah a little bit yeah Mm -hmm. okay well that kind of makes sense i mean the 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 one thing that i got from this movie is it seemed to be released by the way um as of this recording it's only available for digital release the Mm -hmm. blu-ray home version hasn't come out till february Mm -hmm. i think in like a week or something or Mm -hmm. two weeks so in watching this i'm like clearly they didn't time it for the Me Too and the, the mm-hmm. Time's Up movement because mm-hmm. it seems very much like it was yeah. made for the Me Too Time Up movie. But as, as anime movies goes, they've been, they probably went to the production two years ago. Yeah. Right? So it just seems like a weird coincidence that, that this subject matter came up with this movie. And, and like, also, if I don't think there's a real tie-in in, in the sense that I think whatever kind of uh, suffrage or kind of pro-women thing they have in this Gotham by Castle, I feel like it's only lip service to be honest with you. I, I didn't really feel... But that was the whole point it's part, for... It's part of it, but it's just, it, to me, it's just lip service. No, but I thought that was the whole point for Commissioner Gordon going all Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, attacking, he's attacking women. He thinks women needs to just be put in their place kind of sure. thing. Yeah, but I'm talking about the reaction towards that. I'm just, as far as like having a female, a strong female character, you know what I mean? I just don't think... Are they about, wait, are you talking about the same movie? Yeah, I'm talking about Catwoman. I feel like her whole thing about like empowerment and all that stuff, it's just kind of lip service. I mean, you know what I mean? It, just, it doesn't seem like... It just seems like... I understand what you're saying about the, what do you call it? Uh, Commissioner Gordon and, you know, suppressing women and all that stuff. But 
as far as the the flip side of that, as far as a like Catwoman having agency or any kind of uh, characterization in this movie, th- it doesn't work. Catwoman, of all the characters, it's her and Two Face. I think it's short shifted and stuff like that. Well, I mean, to it's be just fair, nothing there. To be fair, they weren't in the comic books. Yeah. All, all those extra characters, even although in the comic books, Gordon was Inspector Gordon, yeah. right? They're, they're, they were not in the comic books. They added them in for the movie, specifically for the movie, yeah. just to change things up. Leslie yeah. Tompkins is in the movie That's the other thing just I didn't like. to change things up. That's the know? other thing I didn't like about this adaptation. You don't, you don't have to shoehorn in every Batman character. You don't have to shoehorn in every, uh, like, all these Batman references. It's You can just let some things go. Honestly, I kind of like it. I like I like that fan service. All the, th- all, the three, all the three orphans has to be named after a Robin. I like that fan service. Did you have to name the first lady that died uh, Poison Ivy? Did you really have to well, do that? Well, she wasn't Poison she was, she was I- Ivy. She was poison. Now you now you're being cute and stuff like Wait, that. It's did, fan he, did he actually say her name was Poison Ivy? I don't it's know. It's Ivy. Pamela Ivy. It's Ivy. She's in the green. She's in the green. Yes, album. obviously, but they don't actually say the words Poison Ivy. Do they? Are they shoehorning it? In, is my point. Are they shoehorning it? In? It's fan service. It's fan service to shoehorning it. Every time uh, Two Face or something uh, refers to a Catwoman with, with a kitten pun, I want to punch him right in the face and stuff like that. It's just too much. <laughs> I, you know? Honestly, I, I thought I thought they were just having fun with it. It's you, just you, you're it's, seeing it's, it more like your reaction to like uh, product placement. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, you get one, you get one cutesy reference, but then move on. Because the thing is, at some point, you become too focused on the references, the fan service, the little wink winks that you're not telling a story. You know what I mean? It's like it is like park place because it just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like it snaps. Every movie you're supposed to draw our audience in into its reality and stuff. When you when you do these cutesy references, it's like. You snap right out of it. You know what I mean? Oh, fair enough. I I, I was having fun with it. In fact, when yeah. I was watching with my wife, I was like, like, just in case you didn't know she was Catwoman, there's a cat. <laughs> oh, so by the way, this, this another thing I want to mention too, as far as like this fan service cutesy stuff. We're t- what ten years into the whole Marvel uh, comic book re- renaissance, as far as like into pop culture and stuff like that. You know what I mean? In movies, TV, it's not that cute now. People people in general know who Catwoman, who who know. Who, what Two Face is, you know, it's like it's it's fine. People in like the mass audience knows it's not cute anymore. Just tell a story, you know. What I mean, it's, it's it's fine. Most audiences have been pretty much brought up to speed. You know, they knew who Catwoman. To they be fair, that. it's they, enough. To be fair, they are telling the stories. The only reason why you get those references is because you know the references. Yeah. But like a regular person watching who doesn't have any experience with Batman at all will not get those references. You're we're past, like I said, we're past the point. Everybody knows who Catwoman is. They, they, all, they all know all this. I'm just saying they're, they, they're, 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 they know this. You can't. This is not the '80s anymore, where it's like a desert. People are desperate for comic book reference, desperate for any kind of thing with Batman. In it. It's like it's it's okay. It's, it's, let's just tell a story here. I, anyway. I'm not. I'm not sure that this is the sword it should fall on. Yeah. Oh, it's not. <laughs> there's, there's, also, there's, also, there's also other problems with the story. I mean, too, I, and stuff like. I, to be fair, I like this movie. Yeah. I thought it was better than I expected it to be. I think it's passable. It's if I'm generous. If I'm not generous, I say it's eh, it's blah. I thought it's it was blah. more ambitious than than it deserves to be. I, yeah. I I was like, oh wow, they're actually going that direction mm-hmm. with the whole with the whole women suffrage thing and the whole women mm-hmm. oppression thing. I mean, that's a subject matter that wasn't even the comic books. The comic yeah. book was about about he was killing any women that looked like Martha Wayne. Yeah. You know that that was his motivation, and this one yeah. was like, no, no, it's a lot more deeper than that. We we're trying to go for a higher level of teams here. Yeah, and going back to my original point, that's kind of good. Uh, uh, cut and paste from Alan Moore's uh, From Hell. Oh, fair uh, enough. A lot of that is from Hell. And the other kind of problem, if you want me to not criticize besides just the, the, the references and stuff like that, some, they, they really also shoehorn 
in the fact that they really want to arrest Batman and Bruce Wayne and throw him in jail. All the evidence and all that stuff, it's just, it seems all contrived and it seems all, all, all artificial. Because the whole point, of, one of the main messages of the movie is like, women are second-class citizens and not, they're not to be believed. They're whores and all that stuff. So so what's the biggest evidence that, that pins uh, Bruce Wayne to the murder of uh, of the lady that raised her and stuff like that. It's this kooky woman that kind of made some that accosted uh, him in in the in the in the tr- in the funeral and stuff like that. You mean like, you mean Harley Quinn? Yeah, Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> old Harley Quinn and stuff like that. It's just like, come on, man. On one hand, you're saying women are second class. They're not, you know, they're, they're treated poorly. But just this crazy woman who you, who you kind of disrespected for, the, you know, from the brief introduction he has, you're going to throw in the richest person in Gotham based on her kind of ramblings at, at a funeral? It's like, come on. It's like, it's well, really stretched it, out. It, it seemed like that, that was Commissioner Gordon's plan was to get rid of Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure where the motivation was unless he knew he was Batman but later on you realize he didn't know he was Batman yeah. so why did he try to get rid of the opposition so I'm like okay that, that's the one plot hole there you in go, the thing see. where I'm like I'm like okay but yeah. I think the, the reason why that, that plot line was true hoarded because that happened in the comic books which, yeah. is, which seems like an easy cheap answer well it happened in the comic books we gotta put it in the movie too mm-hmm. but it, it, it created some it created problems because it's like he had to escape from prison and you're like well, if he's if he escapes from prison, does he have to like go try to escape back in to yeah. try and make it seem like he didn't escape from prison? And also, they also man? mentioned like, oh, you, you, where, where was Bruce Wayne in the placement of the of the first murder, the second murder? They're kind of all these kind of like they're trying to have alibis. Well, for one of the murders, the one with Hugo Strange, he was actually caught with a uh, uh, Catwoman having sex in the carriage. Right, two policemen were there too. I mean, they could just. That, why was that introduced as No, evidence? but the point is that, the, well, that whole thing was the fact that he was like, it happened. They caught, they found her with, he found, they found him with her uh, after the murder. Mm-hmm. So, th- so their line of thinking is again, this is the, this is Harvey Dent's case and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So they're going to believe the, the ramblings of an of a old, you know, this, their word, whore at a funeral, plus he murdered Hugo Strange at, at the thing, and he, and then he went to go have sex with uh, Selena Kyle in a carriage afterwards. Yes. That's, that's how you convict the richest person in well, Gotham. Well, they, they were going to use Selena Kyle as, oh, she's the alibi because she's the woman who seduced yeah. him into blah, 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 blah. Again, so the woman who, again, a poor, homeless, destitute woman, that person you believe, Selena Kyle, who's somewhat reputable, more reputable than that, Who's not? You know, what I mean, she, you don't believe her her word and stuff. Is like she that. reputable? I mean, the, the way Co- the way com- all the men from that club describe compar- them. Comparing the two women that we're talking about. No, but the, the two witnesses. They, they, they see like they see all women as bad. Yeah, are uh, bad influences to men, but not enough to not throw Bruce Wayne, the richest person, the most affluent person in Gotham. I, into jail. I'm still. I, maybe I need to rewatch it. But why did they want to get rid of Bruce Wayne? Because a lot of it too was the problem that okay this is sparse for Saw, yeah. but but Saw the first Saw movie had the same exact problem where they tried to toss in as many red herrings as possible yeah. to the point of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Like they'll say, "Oh, so and so did this," and then they're gonna cut to a scene of this guy, and they're yeah. like, "Oh, it's him!" Right. So this this movie had a lot of that. Had a lot of like, "Oh, it's Harvey Dent," because yeah. clearly it's Harvey Dent because he wants to get rid of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! It's 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 the other guy because he wants to get rid of Bruce yeah. Wayne. There's a lot of like red herrings. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, that's a lot of red that's herrings. That's my whole thing. It's like it's like it's it's all they threw in 
uh, Batman slash Bruce Wayne is guilty because they needed a, a action sequence at that. You know what I mean? And like I said, to get there, it's just like bad writing. It's like contrived writing and stuff. Like that. And then you know he goes to say meets with uh, Hugo Strange. The guy is there and he, he gets in a fight with uh, Jack the Ripper. And it just so happens a a, a balloon passes by. Was a, a dirigible? A dirigible is there. So if, if it's roped down, he just jump on it so he can get to that action sequence. It's like come on, guys, come on. I love the action come. sequences. It's <laughs> it's, it's I thought fun. I thought the actual scenes are like surprisingly well choreographed. Yeah. The actual fight scenes are actually fight choreographed. Mm-hmm. It isn't just like 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 uh, nonsensical punch punch kick kick. They're I, actually like doing like I, martial I, arts moves. I do like the fact that uh, I do like the fact that uh, they made it clear that Batman was outmatched in this in this uh, in this uh, in this movie and stuff. Like that. Right. He he isn't like the super skilled Batman that we know of today. He's mm-hmm. like. You know, it's, he's still a guy. Yeah, and then yeah, and Jim Gordon beats him basically twice, and he would have beat him towards the end too. Except he, I think, he, he, yeah, he was beating him in the final fight too, right? So right. I do like but, that. But, fact. but he got out from the Houdini trick. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. kind of cheated a little bit too, and stuff. Like that. I do like that. I like that fact, and I like the fact that uh, uh, even though they set it up where uh, Batman is kind of a detective, that's good because he find out he found out some of Selena Kyle's uh, backstory. You know, you know all that stuff, but also at the same time, he couldn't figure out. The Jack the Ripper story because uh, who he is because uh, his hands changed. You know what I mean? Jim Gordon when he's Jim Gordon, he's right-handed. When he's Jack the Ripper, cutting people, he's left-handed. Yes. that's why Batman couldn't figure it out. Who he? That's why he couldn't make the connection. Yeah. Plus, I mean, this there's, person, there's good stuff in there. Plus, the person feeding him information is yeah. Jack the Ripper. <laughs> yeah, Jack the Ripper and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, there are some really good aspects about this movie, and and you're you're pointing out the, the biggest flaws about the movie, but biggest flaws. But I I, flaws. I I was able to kind of see past them because I actually enjoyed the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like the the fight scenes. The fight sequences, and at some point, I think Two Face wanted an orgy between uh, Bruce Wayne and Selena. Selena Kyle. Did you get that vibe? Maybe like, he wanted what? He wanted he wanted a little bit of threesome. He wanted a little threesome between. Yeah, the, but then once again, it's a weird it's vibe. Playing to the whole like men's club thing. Yeah, you know, where, me, women's are just there you know, for. I think uh, Two Face is a lot. He's he's literally Two Face. He's a little bisexual. He has a little stuff going on. And <laughs> that's the other thing too. Hey, listen, my whole thing is like I don't want to be too much of a purist as far as you know. The comp book, when you adapt a comic book thing, it has to be like the comic books. You know what I mean? I don't want to be that guy. But to me, if you adapt a comic book, you can change maybe one character. Like if you want to make Jim Gordon the villain, that's fine. You know what I mean? It's, it's fine. As long as the motivation makes sense. And it does in this case. But do you have to do it with, with another character? Because this Two-Face, this Harvey Dent, is nothing like any iteration of Two-Face before. You know what I mean? It has no... Doesn't you know? It's Two Face in name only. Like there, he's kind of friends with Bruce Wayne in name only and lip service only. Yeah, because I mean, even Bruce just, Wayne didn't didn't really like Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah. All his friend, but but when Alfred said like, "Oh, you're gonna meet up with Dent," uh, Bruce's response was like, "Oh, do I have to?" It yeah. was that kind of a thing. Well, I think it's, at that time he was trying to solve trying to solve the murder and stuff. But this Harvey Dent doesn't look like that Harvey Dent. You know, the Harvey Dent I kind of for the comic book, he's kind of a workaholic. He's into his family and stuff like that. This guy has a, a pencil pencil thin well, mustache. Again, to be fair, like a mustache twirling thing. Like they obviously pointed. They wanted him to be the biggest red herring, you know right? I mean? I mean, there's so many red herrings in the yeah. movie. You know, like like the guy in the guy in the big not you know he wasn't red herring because he has an alibi. Yeah, but I mean, but, I mean, there were red herrings all over the place, yeah. and yeah, and Harvey Dent was supposed to be one of the major ones. Bullock was going to be the other mm-hmm. red herring until you saw him uh, at the same time as the Ripper. I'm like, oh, I guess yeah. it's not him. So yeah. there were there were all these little things yeah. where oh, going where, back to my original point, my point was like that Harvey Dent is a little too far out of. What I expect from the uh, comic book. You seem to be like like really driving on the Harvey Dent thing. He wasn't even that huge of a character in the in the show. 
well, in the movie. If, if you're going to bring up Harvey Dent, he's a major part of But once again, that's just fan service. If you didn't know who Harvey Dent that's was. That's just the thing. You say fan service as if that's all. It's no big deal. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that. You're, you're bordering on nerd purism, dude. No. My, my thing is my allegiance is always to the story. The story, whatever story you're telling, whatever it is, you have to focus on the story. But what, his, what are you telling? His character was his character. He wasn't yeah. he wasn't necessarily Harvey Dent or Two Face. He was just a guy who was part of an all men's club who clearly is a, a womanizer in his own mm-hmm. way, and and he he has his own self serving notion of what law and order is. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I think you also confuse fan service between all, a fan service is one thing, but also characterization too. I I think there's a distinction between the two. But, I think characterization should be truer to the comic books and stuff like that. To me, fan service is just like references here and there. Like, well, you know, that's like kind of what it is. He's yeah. just like a, a living reference. Yeah, it's, I, 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 I don't, don't think. It, I don't think they needed to try to make him as Harvey Dent as they could. Yeah, I, I don't think they needed to. But I don't think they should make him like. It, I don't. You're, I you're don't, saying he should have just been like a regular no name character. Yeah, like I said, you don't have to pull every character, everything from the Batman. Mythology. That's not the DC way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, the the movie is lesser for it. The story is lesser for it. Yeah, I, I think just, just just focus on the story. That's all I'm saying. You know, I mean, for 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 a movie that has a pretty ambitious theme of like like the whole like uh, women suffering and 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 men yeah. oppression kind of thing, it does fall back to the whole like we're we're still targeting this towards like teenagers. Yeah, kind of thing. And it yeah, is pretty. You, it is surprisingly brutal. At one point, uh, I was in. I was gonna ask my nephew to watch it with me, but I said, once the first stabbing shows up with right. the blood, I'm saying, whoa, yeah. wait a minute. Yeah, Maybe I, my I was thinking, was, like, wait a minute, is this yeah. PG 13 or, or TVMA or yeah. rated R or what? Yeah, I it's mean. not meant. For, it, I would say if you're gonna watch it with your kids or teen, they have to be 10 years or older and stuff like that. It's, yeah. pr- it's fairly violent. It, it's, essentially, it's essentially an anime. Yeah. Because a lot of people talk about how anime is like, oh, it's a lot more mature because you get to see boobies and blood. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, boobies and blood isn't def- the definition of maturity. Yeah, you know, it deals with like heavy subject matters. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, but but if you if you try like what your argument is, if even if it deals with heavy subject matter, but you fall back on base on base like themes or or visuals or whatever, mm-hmm. you're kind of doing the movie a disservice by not by not letting it be as good as it could be. Yeah, that's what you're saying, which I understand. But once again, my argument is that I had fun watching the movie. Yeah, you know, it's not I wouldn't put it in my top ten of the year. Mm-hmm. Far far from that. And maybe it could have if they kind of went even further into the the actual nitty gritty of of what they could have done with the movie. Uh, and I don't I don't mean it to be like more violent or more. more so I just need. Oh no, not at all. Not I, at all. I, I just, I, it's not just the violence too. By the way, it's, they, they heavily allude to the fact that there's a prostitute. I think even use the word prostitute and stuff. Like, these are ladies of the night and stuff. Like, they kind of they kind of lean heavy on that. Well, too they, they, like, they, they, they I think I think at one point you hear the word whore. Yeah, they keep, you know, I think they say like, whore a couple I of times. I could have prostitute, whore, yeah. and stuff like that. It's yeah. it's, it's, it's very uh, there's, a, there's a lot of adults. So. The the scene in the Arkham Asylum with the with the with the crazy people, and so that's pretty violent too. At some point, when, remember when Hugo Strange got thrown <laughs> into the pit? At some point, his body separated, yeah. right? And I'm like, I'm like, wait a minute. So, are you saying that you get like inhuman strength? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, a psych. They're basically saying like like mentally challenged people uh, are are like they have like what, what yeah, superhuman strength. Uh, I, 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 I'm gonna quote this. I know it's supposed to be a bad term. It. Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> Our strength and stuff like that. Fine, you know fine, I mean? fine. It's like superhuman our strength and stuff like that. Like, oh, I'm like, wow, that's a bit, that's a bit much, right? That's a bit much. That's a bit much. much. Hugo Strange is going that way. Hugo Strange's legs is going that way. It's like, holy cow, it's a bit much and stuff like that. Yeah. But like I said, uh, it's, uh, uh, maybe you're right. I mean, what I'm saying is like, if if you're going to deal with this kind of mature matter, you don't have to do like, hey, wink, wink, wink at the camera. Hey, look, 
look, these three kids, they're all named after Robins. Wink, wink. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Fair enough. I, I get your point. And also, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to but, but as far as like, you're, I know what you're saying about like the uh, Jim Gordon's uh, motivation. It's not just that he saw violence in the, in, the, in the Civil War and that he flipped and stuff like that. He thinks he's serving a grander purpose. Right, he's, he's, right. He's, he's doing, um, he's doing it's, a, it's, a, it's a cosmic battle for him versus man versus uh, women energy. It's like, it's like, like the Crusades. A say. little bit, yeah. yeah. And I, I would be, I would be really, I would think that's innovative, and interesting, and stuff. If I didn't read it in uh, Alan Moore's From Hell, is all I'm saying. Okay. That's, that's the problem. Okay, I mean, I, I think that, I think some of your complaints verges on the nerd stuff, but but whatever. Well, I can't unknow what I know and stuff like that. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, just, like said, I'm just saying I enjoyed the movie for what it yeah. was. I know, but it could have been better than it really yeah. than it is. I think this goes back. This goes to adaptations and stuff like that. What are you loyal to? Are you loyal to the the story that you're trying to tell, the truth of the story, or are you tr- are you trying to do kind of like like I said, fan service, lip it, service? It does seem that. like this movie wants to have its cake and eat it as well. Mm-hmm. It, that that seems to be. I mean, yeah. compare this to like like the Dark Knight. Okay, the Dark Knight by itself stands on its own. I'm sorry, Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight. It stands on its own as as the Dark Knight. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it may have some references to the comic books, mm-hmm. but it's irrelevant because the yeah. story by itself stands on its own. Mm-hmm. So this one, the story of it, the story by itself could stand on its own, but it still tried to rely a lot on the history of the comic books and the fan service, mm-hmm. like I said. And also, and it's, and it's not just that. Like I, said, I still the, like that there's three different Robins and whatnot. And like I said, there are just like, <laughs> there are just like plot potholes and stuff like that. And like I said, the, th- the whole act of, of uh, the whole thing Thing where Batman Bruce Wayne gets thrown to jail, I just feel like they just it's because they, they need an action sequence at that point. You know what I mean? It just I just it just could be a little bit better. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's it's, it's fine. Could, it's I, I could maybe potentially argue that the reason why they wanted Bruce Wayne out of the way is because uh, Gordon wanted more control for the World Fair. Mm-hmm. Maybe that could be that could be the reasoning behind it. Or just why don't you say it's bad writing? Or or maybe Gordon wanted to hang up his knife. Because it kind of seemed like he kind of did, and, and also and then Bruce Wayne was a good uh, scapegoat to just walk away from it. Or it's just bad writing. Or and also I want to mention this: this go, it has one of the oldest trope, one of the ones I always complain about. If you have sort of insight information and stuff like that, if you have information to the case, and you, or you want to tell somebody a secret, never meet them. Uh, never meet anybody alone. Because that person was always trying to kill you. It's one of the oldest tropes and stuff like that. Selena Kyle has this information that he's going to reveal that uh, Bruce Wayne is uh, Batman because uh, she, she, you know, he needs to be out there saving women and stuff like that because she can't do it apparently. To be fair, she's... and then she goes to the fair by herself, and it's like I said, it happens all the time. It happened recently in Luke Cage. It happens in LA Confidential. It happens in Minority Report. It happens all the time. To be it's, fair, it's an old trope. To be fair, she did try to meet him at the police station where there's a lot of people there, but he just happens to not be there. Yeah, so you couldn't just take give it a day, maybe not. Maybe no, she she was in a hurry. She yeah. wanted to make sure he gets out. And also, again, that's a again, that's kind of poor writing in the sense that if hey, you, if you Selena Kyle tried to stop the 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 Jack the Ripper character at the beginning of it, she has a whole fight sequence and stuff like that. But at the end, she still has to rely on a guy, Batman, right. to come out and save. I and stuff like I that. think in light of the Me Too and mm-hmm. and Times Up movement, mm-hmm. they probably would have rewritten that. But but this was this was already done. But again, like, it's part oh, of a pattern, though. If you look at what they just did with uh, a Batgirl and the Killing Joke, they seem to be they 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 need better writing as far as I, all I gotta say is uh, look at the creative staff. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they need uh, they need. I think they need because at some point I do feel like some of these DC. These recent DC animated movies, it's kind of hit and miss. But it does seem like they're in a bubble. You know what I mean? They kind of like they need. 
fresh blood and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's little things, just things about it that just doesn't drive well with me anymore. As far as like the women re- representation and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah. I, I think they're trying to be more ambitious than they, than they have, than they're capable of doing. Because to be fair, uh, going back to the Killing Joke animated movie, they tried something. Okay, they tried something and they tried to expand it. Tried to make poorly. It you know what I mean? You know, and and it, it kind of fell on their face. This hey, one, this I've one, tried to tr- uh, drive when I'm drunk. I I've still hit, got an accident and stuff like that. Do I get A for effort? For for God of my gaslight, same strategy, but I think they did a better job. You're saying that it it's not as good as as well. I'm I'm saying I had fun with it. I had a lot more fun with it than the Killing Joke. Then put it that way. Well, that's a low bar. You know, and the, Actually, and the killing sh- joke was a combination of trying to be super faithful to the comic book and then trying to add more stuff to it. Since we, since I brought it up, can you think of the last DC animated movie that's that was headlined by a female character? And that's never gonna happen. Shut up, no. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman did have an animated. Movie. I know that's that's what I'm thinking of. That's the last time I can think. It's of. the same problem they had with with the uh, with the DC movies, live action movies. The only person they have left is Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman, and Harley Quinn that can't. Even- well, that one they can kind of. That one they can kind of. Disp- that, that one they can say, oh, everybody has this problem, and, um, and we were the first with Wonder Woman, so at least they could get away no, with that. No, but one. see, the one company that shouldn't have this problem is Marvel. Marvel has a lot of leading yeah. women, and they're not taking advantage of them. Yeah. So DC. Even in the comics, they've had this problem. They don't really have a lot of strong female characters that they can tout that's beyond Wonder Woman or Batgirl. Uh, there's Batwoman as well. Oh, yeah, there's Batwoman as well. But I mean, not, not Supergirl and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, Supergirl. Supergirl. And actually, you think, you, I know you criticized uh, Marvel, and they deserve all the criticism for having like 16 movies in a row about a female or person of color lead and stuff like that. But to be fair, DC has owned their property under one umbrella, unlike Marvel, since like the late 80s, I think, and stuff like that. So they even had more opportunities to kind of hit and miss and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but it's no know. excuse for waiting all these years for a Black Widow I movie know, when Red Sparrow beats you to the punch. That's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm, what I'm saying is just like, there's no winners. There's no way, nobody's a hero and stuff like that. But going back to my original point, because we should stick with the DC animated, I think the last one. Where a headliner was Wonder Woman back like that was like almost seven eight years ago right it was really yeah. early on it's a while back I I honestly think it's a lot harder for DC to create like I said besides the Wonder Woman Supergirl Batgirl Batwoman I guess uh they don't really have a lot they don't really have a lot they have of, a lot I don't think that's true they have a lot they have, they have Zatanna they could use and stuff like that they have a lot uh, of sure people. sure they have Big Barda and stuff like that. They, to me, it's not a matter of what they have or what they don't have. It's a matter of willpower. I think good writing and willpower can overcome a lot of this and stuff like that. You know? Oh, so come on. Fair enough. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I think for DC, which which relies a lot on their, their mythological heroes, the female character seems to be underrepresented. As opposed to Marvel, which they have a rich amount of female characters that could be the next Iron Man or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're not. And also, uh, go, but going to my other point is like, I think. I think they should bring in I because I, I see the credits. I Sam Luke directed this one. I think a, and a lot of the writing, a lot of the the directing, the directors and stuff. It's, it's all male heavy and stuff. They should if they need some new blood. I think. Yeah, it's it's still yeah. a boys club. I mean, yeah. I mean that's that's gonna change eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean we're obviously going off tangent already, but but like Mark Har- Mark Harmon. Mark Harmon? Harmon, yeah. Uh, not not Mark Harmon because he's Harman. the NCS. Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon made an effort with uh, the second season or third season? Third season, last the season. The third season of yeah. Rick and Morty, he made an effort to like put more female blood into it. Yeah, he you know? he flipped over. I think he basically flipped over the entire writing staff except for the like the senior 
uh, showrunners and stuff like that. He brought in a female writer. And right. He actually made it writing staff 50-50. And stuff yeah. like I mean, that, he, he like got criticized for that. But I think I think part of it too, the reason why he he decided to turn a new leaf and go, I need more female in the creative stuff because of this, the personal stuff that happened with yeah. Megan Gantz. Mm-hmm. You know about that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I think that was kind of like a wake-up call for him. Like, mm-hmm. I need to start making changes. So mm-hmm. I think for the D- Warner Brothers DC animation crew, they need to wake up and make some changes. Yeah, because this... Yeah, like I said, the the, the way they characterize Catwoman is just like, it's half ass. Like I said, yeah. it feels like it's all service. They give her a lip service action sequence in the beginning. They gave her some agency, but at the end of the day, when the chips were down, she needed Batman. She, she needed Batman. <laughs> she literally says, "I need Batman. I can't do this." I know. A, to be to be fair, yeah, in like, that prison scene, and she was going like, "You need to be out there." And I'm thinking like, "Wait, I thought you were gonna just handle it yourself at that yeah. rate." Literally, you literally carry out carry a whip. You know what I mean? Just because you you lost one fight doesn't. And by the way, she lost that first fight with Jack the Ripper, but she she saw Batman lose that fight with Jack the Ripper right, too. You know right. what I mean? So it's not like you she can go like, oh, I can't beat him by myself. You literally saw the guy you want help with lose to, to Jack the Ripper too. It's like, come on, man. It's like like I said, this plus the Teen Titans I thought is very lacking, and then going back to oh, Killing Joke, the most re- the most recent Teen Titans movie. I kind of like that. It's I I know, but there's a there's little things about it that I don't. It's like gratuitous. Uh, oh sure, sure. Butt sure. shots and stuff like that. The little te- the little teenage yeah. girl in the in the in the. That, that once again goes back to old school like male male dominated male gay stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. This this goes it, it goes to it goes to the fact that if they had more women in the room, more women of uh, in positions of power, they were going. You know what? Yeah, 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 that's true. That's yeah. true. Like a woman could have gone like, ah, uh, none of that. Yeah, let's let's, <laughs> let's just lose the the, the the butt shot and the you know the the whole uh, lingerie stuff. It's it's a little, it's a little creepy. It's a little weird. Yes, yes. yes. Well, how do we get here? But anyway, uh, no, I mean, th- I mean, we got here exactly the way that the that the movie is supposed to inspire. I mean, like yeah. I said, it the the main topic was that male oppression, women's suffrage, whatnot. <laughs> so not not the voting thing, but you know, suffrage. Yeah, <laughs> but. but so our conversation, I think, went exactly where it should go because that's kind of what they mm-hmm. wanted us to talk about, mm-hmm. you know. And I think it's a good start. It's just not not completely there yet, but at least they're making some kind of an effort. And a I'll half, give them credit for a half ass effort. But uh, yeah, it's so. still it's still more than yeah. there, it would have been ten years ago. Why haven't? I mean, I know I'm just this is jumping around a little bit. But I know Gotham City Sirens has kind of stalled as far as DC films and stuff. Why can't the the, the the anime division take something up? I, I really I now that I think about it, it does kind of bother me that there hasn't been a lead in in, in DC animation of a female lead. It's weird. Anyway, but yeah. Yeah, not even a Batgirl animated movie. Yeah, right. And to yeah. me to me and or a supergirl anime movie. I mean to, to me they they have like I think they had one, didn't they? They had one, but Batman and Superman are in it. Yeah, it was it was it was that story with Supergirl. Right. Yeah. She was a supporting character. She well, was no, th- she was, she was, yeah. She's not the character. She's just part of the three, right. in a way. So there's, there's that, I guess. <laughs> but the Batgirl, I think Batgirl is still my favorite female DC character. Uh, I, she needs to be, she needs to have her own thing. Zantana is my, I would go Zantana. I, I like Zantana, yeah. but I, I don't know too much about her. I just know she's a magician. Magician. That's all you need to know. <laughs> no, Magic. My only knowledge from Zantana is from the Batman animated series, yeah. where they had their backstory, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm not even sure if that's exactly how it is in the comic book. And and then she looks hot in the in her costume. Oh, there you and go. That's pretty much as far as I know wow. about Zatanna. But as far as like like actually strong, female... she says her incantations backwards. backwards. Yes, yes, yes. And then it's magic. She inherits yes. it from her father. I still think Batgirl. Batgirl is still a more fascinating character. Batgirl, than... Batwoman is actually pretty good. I've read a lot of back 
uh, Batwoman. She's yeah. really good and stuff like that. She's I, really don't, I don't know too much about the, the and, modern, uh, the modern Barter, Batwoman. Big, Big Barda is part of the new guys. It's pretty good too. Anyway, there's yeah. a lot of good stuff. Don't know much about that either. All right. On that note, thanks for listening. Jamie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Twitter on uh, on Twitter. J-I-A-M-I-N-G-L-I-O-U. You can, this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. Uh, you catch my episode of movie blog, my comic strip, and my other podcast, The Stuff and Junk Show, which you most recently talked about Movie Pass, Damn it, Movie Pass. Uh, you can send comments to whowhatworstwhy at gmail.com via our Facebook page or through the website. If you want to show your support, just head over to whowhatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by DY Access. Find them at the movie, find them at the uh, yaccess.com. Okay. Um, all the links and information can be found oh, well at whowhatwearsthewhy.com. Blah, 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 blah. Apparently, I'm tired. We were, I was originally going to talk about uh, Batman versus Two-Face, but I think we're going to skip that right now and just call it I that. mean, that's really simple. <laughs> if you like the previous one, which, what was it? Batman, the Cape Crusader? The Cape Crusader. Uh, if you like that, you'll like Batman uh, Two-Face. Oh, you know what? I, 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 I will just say this because I, I wanted to say this in the podcast. As much as it was fun, nostalgia-wise, to go back to the 66 Batman anim- mm-hmm. uh, series in an animated movie with the uh, Return of the Cape Crusaders, mm-hmm. and I kind of, despite the fact that it's nice that they added Two-Face into the mythology of mm-hmm. that animated uh, mm-hmm. 66 series or whatever, I think this is it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact that Adam West is, is I mean, besides the fact that Adam West passed yeah. away. I, mean, I think this is as far as they should go with this concept. I think... I don't think I need it like every year and stuff like that, but every right. few years if they... if they, No, if, I think that's it. If there's two movies, if I'm I done. If I still run, I, I would still follow these. I, I like these. It's the, fine. The, the, the jokes are starting to get kind of like, eh. You know, it's like, it's like, like enough. I will say that the running joke of, oh, is Batman gay? Is Robin gay? Right. Is Two-Face gay now for both of them? That, that's getting a little old. It's getting, I, know, I like, I like I, the script. I, I think the first movie was kind of like, we're having, we're, we're laughing with them. Mm-hmm. But this one, for whatever reason, it's starting to feel like they're laughing at them. Uh, I think you know, it, it's it's it's. I think it's it's gone past its expiration date. Yeah. With this concept, comic books, sure, do it in comic books, whatever. In terms of animated movie, I think this is as far as it should go. Besides the fact that uh, that Adam West is no, no longer yeah, with us. R.I.P. Yeah, but I think it's yeah. I think it's still good. Like I said, this this, this iteration of Batman and the the spirit of the campiness and all that stuff. It's the only thing that we have. Right now, as far as just like being campy and stuff, all the Marvel movies, all the DC movies, DC anime movies, they don't have this kind of same kind of campy spirit. I think if you get it once every few years, it's not that big a deal. I think it's fine. I don't know. It's just like your argument about fan service in in God of vs. Gadlight. This one, it seems like it's campy for the sake of being campy, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I, I, I think they're, they're going, they've gone as far as they need to go with this, well, with this CD6 movie. Well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's a moot point because you know they're not, gonna, they're really not gonna do it. Because, but R- I wouldn't R- be R- surprised R- if they try. Hey, anyway. R.I.P. Adam West. Hey, that's, the, that's not. Uh, hey, Waterburst Animation. If you are gonna come up with another CD6, hire Ralph Garman hey. to take over for Adam West. Okay, hire that. Ralph Garman. Let's not do that, guys. R.I.P. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, Adam but don't West. do it. All right, this has been another episode of Spoilers, Please, which is part of the Who What Where Spider Network.